I'm Michael. And I'm Tessa. And this is Civically Speaking. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 15 One of Civically five. Speaking. 15. Another one. Another it's one. Another we've 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 come so far in such a short period of time. We truly have. Yeah. So, um, you might have noticed if you're a regular listener that we yes. missed a week. <laughs> yeah. We missed a week mm-hmm. a couple we of weeks ago, which actually we the one that was supposed to play a couple of weeks ago played last week our fond farewell to mm-hmm. Miss Sydney. Who has situated herself in Austin and already has a job as an education coordinator at a theater. I know. Yeah. Amazing. amazing. Girls <laughs> killing it. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's real That's good. That's really quick. No, she did a really good, <laughs> good job. For her. I mean, you know, she's a great employee, so they shouldn't want to have her. So good for her. Yay, yes. Sydney. <laughs> anyway, we had a little hiccup in our process here because yeah. our dear, dear, dear Caroline Feller... Got the COVID. I did. I did. But she she's is, back now. She, she's back. That's she was. Matters. Let's be clear. Let's let's tell all the all the good things about this. Yes. A. I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yes. B. When the minute you started feeling badly, you were wearing a mask. I was. You weren't like, around people very much. Yeah. Like the minute I had a tickle in my throat. Right. I was like. Michael, I think you called me Missy. You went, I think I did. Why are you wearing that mask, Missy? I believe I did. <laughs> I like, I'm a little judgy. <laughs> I was like, I'm a little judgy. I've got a little tickle. A little tickle. Mm-hmm. I just want to be safe. So we did a rapid test. Again, we're going to tell the whole story here because we just want yeah. everybody to sort of have all this information because mm-hmm. it's good for you all to know the way things can go. Yep. So we did a rapid test that the day that you felt bad and it was negative. Yeah. Yep, so we waited until Wednesday, which would have been five days, five days after exposure, and it came back negative, and I was just kind of sniffly and yeah. had I mean, a little bit of cold. You seemed like you had a cold. I mean, to yeah. us, you seemed like you had yeah. a cold. And then I went home, and then I woke up that night, and I had a fever, mm. as my sister calls it, a scientific fever. Yeah where it's actually at 100.4 or above. Um, And then the next day, maybe it was two days later, I I stopped being able to smell things. Yep, there you go. And there we have it. it. And I tested it with like a bunch of really strong smelling things, like all my essential oils. I held right up under my nose. Nothing. So... I decided to go get another COVID test and that one came back positive on Saturday. And so I got to be the friendly neighborhood bear of bad news. <laughs> it seems to be, for that's one of, of my jobs around here. those of you who don't know, if I'm not at work and my phone rings and it's Caroline... <laughs> Never good news. It's not gonna be a good. It's, it's not gonna be a good news. thing. I'm like, hey, just your friendly neighborhood bear. Bad news. It's usually not about me, though. Correct. That is true. It's usually about something else. But this one, it's usually about something that someone has said to me, like, 
I think I messed up. Truth. Okay, you want me to tell Michael? <laughs> true, all true. And there is often you are you often are the intermediate, the intermediary yeah, the deliverer of bad news. Generally, yes. Generally, it filters through me. Generally. Um, so anyway, yes. you were. Let's just be clear again. You were here for maybe half a day when you weren't feeling well. Yeah, like total. I mean, like total. I think probably and then you were gone, four hours. And then you yeah. were gone for two weeks. And then I was gone for two weeks. Yeah. Yesterday was my first day back. Yeah. Since the 23rd. So you're, you're recovered. I am. You feel better. I do. I feel so much better. That's good. That's and good. Can you smell? I can... I can smell most things. Most things. Can you taste most things? I never lost my my sense of taste. That's that weird. it's weird that they didn't go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I've always been told, scientifically speaking, that they are married. No, I never. Yeah, no. I could always taste things. Interesting. I I specifically tried it with a bunch of different flavors of Pringles. <laughs> well, Pringles. why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I mean, Pringles and it was are the good. perfect. And I could, I could differentiate between all the Pringles. So <laughs> for the That's whole good. time. So yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm doing good. And I attribute it all because I am vaccinated. Chris. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we are, we are very glad you were vaccinated. We're very glad that you are well and yeah. back at work. And that um, you didn't give it to us. Yep. This is probably a good time to, you know, open this can of worms and say that the policy here at Civic Theater is that all employees, all yep. performers, all crew members, all instructors, anybody who interacts interpersonally with anyone here as we try and recover from the difficulties of the last year and a half are required to be vaccinated. Yep. Mm-hmm. For this reason correct and it's you know the vaccines that's a it did exactly what it was supposed to do it's not totally preventing you from getting covid Mm -hmm. but it's preventing you from going to the hospital hospital and preventing you from from dying dying. yeah yeah it's you know there are obviously we all know about breakthrough infections Mm -hmm. but hospitalizations and deaths are overwhelmingly occur with people who are not vaccinated so yep and i never felt like i mean i felt kind of yucky but it never felt more than just flu symptoms yeah mild flu symptoms yeah so speaking of which i got my flu shot yesterday yeah yeah does it hurt a little bit yeah a little bit always does a little bit not as bad as last year's last year's left my arm a a little tender last year yeah yeah but it's worth it. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Uh, if you work with children in particular, my friends, get a flu shot. Get a flu shot because so they are very germy. We <laughs> love them, but they're, they're very germy and they're slightly at school sticky. And, they, and like it you just can't, like you just mm-hmm. like they're you know they encounter a lot more. They encounter other children. You know they encounter other children and they're more than I do anyway. You know our immune systems are. Not quite as, Not quite uh, as supercharged as Correct. theirs. Mm-hmm. Correct. So. So get your COVID shot, please. Please. Get your flu shot, please. Please. We'll all be healthier for it. Truly. 
Uh, and we can get back to business. Back to business. Yes. Back actual to normal. actual business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we can. Speaking right. of which, <laughs> speaking of getting back to business. Yeah. Yeah. Back to business. Back to First business. First show of the season. If you didn't know, after the 20-some more times that we have told you, the first show of the season is the color purple. Yes, and we are it very is. excited about it. Rehearsals are in full swing. We're going to start staging soon. We right? are staging. We're almost. We, staging. We, will, we will be done staging the initial staging of everything by next Tuesday. Wow. Yes, oh, that's next Tuesday. great. Yeah. And how many rehearsals have there been? So this is our fourth week. We started wow. on the sixteenth. So yeah, sixteen. This is our third week. Is that right? I don't know. We're like halfway through. <laughs> we have to learn all the music first. Then we do some sure. dancing. Mm-hmm. And then we start staging. Then we start reviewing. It's a process. Sure. We open on October 8th. That's what's important. Yes. That's, That's the most yeah. important thing. October, October 8th, 8th through 23rd. Right? 23rd. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yep. Yes. <laughs> October 8th to the 23rd. Yeah. So it's now. four weeks from Friday. <clears throat> Four weeks from Friday. What? Yes, four weeks from Friday. And the cast tomorrow is stellar. <laughs> yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Being tomorrow. Friday. <laughs> yeah. Which today, Thursday, yes. is the anniversary of it opening on Broadway. Wow. I is it really? Know. I'm pretty sure. No idea. I Googled it. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> She's fancy. I'm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what anniversary. I don't know the number or anything, but I'm pretty sure the opening of of it on Broadway. That's awesome. Yeah, so we're pretty close to that timing, you know. That's great. great. We totally planned that. I saw it in, uh, um, it's been almost exactly uh, five years ago that I saw it on Broadway. I saw it right after Labor Day, Mm -hmm. like two days after Labor Day in 2016. Right, and you didn't see Jennifer Hudson, I did right? not. I saw Heather Headley okay. as Suge Avery, but I did see Cynthia Erivo oh. uh, as Celie, and I saw Danielle Brooks as Sophia. So good. And they were amazing. Everybody oh, was amazing. Heather I, was amazing as well. I really, 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 really would have loved to have seen J-Hud because I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. But she was gone. Yeah. She was off doing something else. Girl's busy. She is busy. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. So I looked up the first performance, and it was September 9th of 2004. So the original run. Gotcha. September 9th. The original Broadway run, not the revival, which is what I saw. It didn't... Is it really only... It's not even... Not 20 years old. Not even 20 years old? No, and the revival actually started on the West End and then moved, transferred to Broadway, which is why Cynthia Erivo was Seeley. Got it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, like a lot of things, we sometimes get original pieces that come from the West End and sometimes revivals of original American pieces wind up opening on the West West End and then transferring back to Broadway. But that's what happened with the revival. Cool. And they're very different shows. If you saw the original production, which was produced by Oprah Winfrey, among others, mm-hmm. 
it was more of a traditional presentation of a musical theater piece with, you know, lots of scenery and scene changes and things like that. Whereas the revival is a much more stripped down Spartan, if you will, production mm-hmm. of very simple staging, very simple, not, not, no moving scenery, no, no big scene changes. It's all sort of done conceptually with chairs, a lot of chairs Which to show about chairs. Great. And that's what we're doing. That is what we're doing yep. at okay. the very specific instruction of the authors of that version of the show which sort of stripped down again the delineation of scenes and scene changes and all that it's it's just a much more streamlined sort of clean if you will version got it i mean i do love all the wood planks yes from floor to ceiling basically and then you're going to see that on our stage and you know chairs hang on a wall to get pulled off and used as various locations and you know whatnot love that it's a good time it's a good time it's a little complicated though trying to you know the more sometimes the more you simplify things the more complicated they get which is a weird thing but that's what happens well it's true i mean it's because it's all so much less literal it is it is well you're focused more on the storytelling than on the trappings of the story Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, you know the narrative. It becomes the focus. The characters become the focus. Yeah. So, um, and if you hadn't guessed by now, I have you know a fair amount of knowledge about it because I'm directing it. Yes. Yeah. And we'll have another conversation in the weeks to come about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> most fine. likely with our um, what's Jonathan's title? The uh, diversity liaison. Yes, with our diversity liaison, mm-hmm. Jonathan Stuttered. He will be on in a couple weeks. So the color yes. purple is, uh, you know, sort of um, the culmination, if you will, and at least in the short term, culmination of a concerted effort by Civic Theater to diversify our performer group to mm-hmm. include more people of color um, in the shows themselves, but also to expand into telling the stories of people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've done that recently with things like To Kill a Mockingbird and hairspray but this is the first time in about three decades that we've done an all-black show awesome and what was the last one i know i've heard it as far as i know as far as i can recall and i've been around and i'm sure someone will correct me if i'm wrong but um the 1988 is when we did the all-black version of guys and dolls Mm -hmm. that was actually my first civic show that i saw oh yeah i saw that um, and then there were a couple of other predominantly black shows. We've done Dream Girls. We've done a show called Pub and Brown Sugar. We've done something called All Night Strut. Those were all in the mm-hmm. early 90s, early to mid 90s. Um, but we haven't done anything that is even predominantly black uh, in terms of casting since uh, the mid 90s, early to mid 90s. Wow. Um, Hairspray had the largest. Uh, well, we did um, we did a production of Ragtime, but even again, the the people of color in Ragtime are only represent about a third of the cast. Right, it's a big yeah, cast, not the not the majority. You've got your African American cast, you've got your white cast, and you've got your immigrant cast, which is also white people for the most part. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's this is the first time in a long time. Let's just say that as 
accurately as we possibly can that we've had an all black show on the civic stage. And we're pretty excited about it. And I'm very excited. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm very excited. And what a good group. It is a good oh, group. Yeah. I mean, they're so good. <laughs> and they're so, they're so talented. Like, and they support man. each other so much. Like, mm-hmm. I think the few rehearsals I've, I've watched, just tiny pieces of, they'll sing something and somebody will hit something like just right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the support and love in that room is incredible. It's truth. Yeah, they really, well, I think they're all excited at the opportunity to do it, to do it at Civic, to do it with the kind of technical and professional support they get by doing a show at Civic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's, everybody sort of understands what's invested in this venture. Oh, yeah. Um, and they all want to make it as successful as as possible. Oh, yeah. I think I everyone will, should see it. Oh, truth. yes. And I will put in a little plug here. Our cast is doing Instagram takeovers every single week. Yeah. Every week leading up to and during the show. So if you want to see some of that energy and support and things like that happening in rehearsal firsthand, you can check out our Facebook and Instagram yes. stories. And they are doing a lovely job. Oh, they're oh, so fun. Yes. I love watching them. They're a ton of fun. So check those out when you can because they're great. <laughs> Truly. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And get your tickets, folks. I mean, mm-hmm. really, you're not going to want to miss this one. It's really yeah. going to be an amazing production. We open on awesome. October the 8th, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, and run through the 23rd. Uh, and everything you need to know, you can find out about the show and get your tickets at civictheater.org. Yes. Yep. And also learning more about the cast for Civically Speaking the next few weeks we're going to be talking to the cast of The Color Purple. Hey, we are. The show, and that's going to be the focus of the podcast for through the run of the show, pretty yeah. much. Well, and what's what's so great, and we're calling it The Color Purple Series. Yes. Aptly named. Thank you. It's so creative. Um, so creative. <laughs> thank you. I know. What a creative title. Great job, Caroline. Thank you so much. It took me a You're long welcome. time to come up with. What's great about about this is so many of our cast members are new to Civic. It's true. And yeah. so it's it's great to get to know actors that you know we don't really know very well. And mm-hmm. it's I'm just excited to, you know, learn more about so them. There's 21 hear what people everyone has in the say. cast um, and I think uh, a couple of them have done things in COVID times here mm-hmm. since they've been cast as mm-hmm. uh, right in, in the in these roles, which many um, of the 21 people in the cast, 16 of them were cast last November. Yeah, we've wow. had the cast. So we've had for, it for a, while. a while. We had we lost a couple. We replaced them. We added a few more to, you know, sort of beef up the cast. Uh, but I think of the of the total twenty one, I think definitely more than half of them are new to the civic stage, which is so cool. That's great. That's so cool. And some of them have done civic shows, but it's been a long time. There's a few of those, right? and then there's a few that that you know have just done a little bit here or there. You know, Jonathan Stuttered, as you mentioned, Jonathan's been doing yeah. things pretty regularly with us. Bridget's pretty new Bridget's to us. new to us. You um, will have seen Bridget in, if you watched Holiday Lights or Light on the Horizon, mm-hmm. she was in that. So, yeah. Brenton, 
right? Yes, Brenton, Brenton. This is Brenton's he first was show. Light on the horizon, though. Yeah, it's, yeah and so was Ashley Baskin. Yep. Mm-hmm. But both for both of them, it's their first full book show, you know, sort of regular yeah. main stage yeah. show. So, yeah, we're very excited about the show, and we're very excited about this series highlighting the performers and the aspects of the show. So we hope we'll you'll keep joining us over the next few weeks as we talk more and more about the color purple. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. We uh, also hope that uh, you're listening to our show. Uh, it comes out every Thursday at noon, yep. provided nobody else Thursday gets COVID again. Almost every Thursday at noon. <laughs> I, maybe I need to change it to that to, in parentheses, almost, almost. every Thursday <laughs> at almost noon. Almost every Thursday. Um, so please listen. And if you do listen and you do like it, please give us a good review. Yes. We're Tell on, us we're wonderful. We're on all of the platforms that you can imagine. All of them. And then yeah. some that you can't even imagine. So. Deezer. <laughs> That's like my that. favorite one to say. <laughs> Deezer. <laughs> Earwolf. I don't like that Earwolf. One. Right? That's gross. the one. That's oh, gross. yeah. Earwolf. That just, like again, that. it reminds me of those tiny little earwig bugs. Ew. Ew. Yeah. And on that Never note, <laughs> <laughs> please be sure to join us next week. As we begin the Color Purple series. And until then, I'm Michael. And I'm Tessa. And this is Civically Speaking. Speaking.